Is that like a sex thing? <laughs> is that yeah, like a glory and it hole? is another. It's another three dollars. So <laughs> shake that piggy bank. We've seen it all before, so let's reload on a very special episode of shows that suck and shows that float. Buckle up, buttercup, it's a bumpy road. Going deep inside the mainframe, secret code. Some of this shit stinks, some of it's gold. It's ABC, featuring the VIPs of SBT. Austin G and Dr. DB, with our AT&C money. Weird TV is their specialty It might be all four or just one, two, or three Cause they're old and kinda busy So go get ready and take a peek So set your phasers to download A rarity that we had bestowed Special moments no one would have showed Open your body holes cause you're gonna get told Grab yourself a drink and let's unload in a very special episode. Hello, and welcome to the happiest podcast on earth. A very special episode podcast where we review TV shows about how romantic stalking is. I'm David Bitsenoffer, and with me is the person who loves sleeping on amusement park rides. Carolyn Maine. <laughs> and the person who most easily could be replaced with a replica dummy. Uh, Austin Gorton. Yeah, that, that worked out well. <laughs> uh, today we're reviewing Boy Meets World, Season 3, Episode 21, The Happiest Show on Earth. Is that... Are they just saying they're the happiest show on earth? Is that? Yeah, but it's unwarranted if you were wondering. <laughs> uh, I guess. I don't know. Because it's not really referencing anything that happens in the show, though. Anyway. I think Happy Days would be the happiest show on earth. I mean, it's in the title, right? That's at least one point for it, which is more than Boy Meets World has. <laughs> so, Corey is knee deep in the pussy. Chicks just can't get enough of that sweet, sweet Cory action. Jesus. True. But no amount of carnal, torrid, <laughs> ultimately meaningless closed mouth kissing can fill the Topanga-shaped hole in his heart. So he must travel to Disney World to demand that she loves him. Uh, I think we've already gone over our relationship with the episodes. Like That's This is our third right. one, right? This is our third trip to Disney. Yeah, this... What a vacation it's been, <laughs> fellas. <laughs> this is apparently uh, uh, David's favorite show. I guess. <laughs> he so just both, keeps coming back. Right? Both of you are re, are revisiting series, and I struck bravely forward for the record. <laughs> Was I... I might have done the cult episode. Did I do that one? You definitely did the last Boy Meets World. Yeah, episode. you're right. I did do the last Where one. Where they had a Christmas puppet in the background, and now we'll get a non-seasonal puppet in the foreground. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I think I just picked it because this kind of, pr- in my mind, one of the reasons Corey's the worst, but in a very different way than, like, Zach Morris is the worst, though, right? Like, I don't know. Fairly similar. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Zach never had to work for it, did he? <laughs> no, it's just Zach was such a grifter. He just, like, didn't care about other people. But Corey has, like, the nice guy syndrome where he thinks everyone should just love him just because he, like... I don't know, is milk toast and doesn't murder people, so. That we know of. <laughs> I know, I know. You know, it's like, I'm a good person. I've never murdered anybody. I, 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 one part's true, I guess. I don't know. 
Anyways, we get, uh, well, I guess it's not a cold open. They just have an open with, like, the Boy Meets World title on it, and there's no theme song to this. Did you experience this? Um, I feel like I had a little bit of their dumb theme song. I, I was wa- I was watching it on the Disney Plus. Yeah, that's what I did, and it just uh, kind of like had a couple I mean, was, notes with the yeah yeah. It was just like Boy Meets World. And then there's like a couple of shots of some teens doing safe teen things in the mid nineties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, briefly. I mean, my note was lame credits again. Yes. Mm-hmm. I watched this on Schmalish Motion. Mm-hmm. And similar. <laughs> Not the early theme song, which you like, or the second theme song, which is a little bit too hip. Yeah. But works. They're just kind of over it. Yeah, this was just when they didn't even care about the theme song, I guess. They're on a budget for this season, I guess. It's only season three, and they give up, and I give up too, right? (laughs) Yeah, this definitely felt like I was surprised. Like, if if I didn't have to have scrolled to season three to pick the episode, this felt like a later season kind of episode. But I guess that's just because... Boy Meets World blows through a lot of like weird status quos and goofy time jumps and things like that. Yeah, I don't. I'm not even. Sh- Do we know what grade they were in for this? I mean, I mean, I don't know. I thought his older brother was like 30 at this point. He shows up <laughs> at school, so I'm completely yeah. lost on the timeline. And they've blown through puberty really fast because they were all tiny babies when they started, and now it's all about them dating. So that's kind of mm-hmm. weird. And I think it might only be, like, ninth grade or something silly like that. And Well, you but, can't, but, like, take your relationship seriously in ninth grade. Where yeah, is he getting the money for a cargo plane ticket? I don't know. <laughs> well, we apparently didn't pay for that, but we'll get there. Because we start well, in the good. what looks to be the basement of a house, but is not the basement of a house, I don't think. I think it's, like, a bar. Well, it's not a bar because he's, like... 14 or something. I don't know where they're at. They're at some public area, right? Dancing. Oh, this is, um, this is, um, um, Cubbies. He said, he, he, he made some line about how, like, he's happy to pay the $3 cover charge to Cubbies in order to dance with this girl that he's dancing with. So I'm assuming this is like, they're the max, right? I'm just trying to think of all the things of I'm like 14 and I go to the place with a $3 cover charge. And what am I getting for that $3 cover charge? I don't the know. chance to dance with this young lady. <laughs> well, if that, yeah, I probably would have taken that up. Then. I mean, it's like uh, the, the, what the, the, the bronze on Buffy. That was like an under 21 club and you still had to, they had like bouncers and shit. There's probably a cover charge. It's to pay for the live music that's probably paying, playing off in the distance. <laughs> I feel like it was clearly a jukebox I was playing off. Yeah. You're the <laughs> Boy Meets World expert. Aren't you familiar with cubbies? Yeah, don't you go there all the time? 
I, I think I was just struck at how much it looked like it used to be just, I think it is their their living room set that they just rearranged, right? Well, like, you know what it looked like to me was where the cult hanged out, hung out in the cult yeah. episode. But it also looked like the basement to that party where he was drunk at, too. Yes. Right? I, I, let's be honest here. It's probably all the same set, you guys. <laughs> That's I what I'm saying. I don't think they had a lot of money for sets. <laughs> and I'm only pointing out that it, for whatever reason, it very much struck me that this just looked like a basement to someone's house. Cubbies is a multi-use facility. Have you ever used the cubby hole? Is that like a sex thing? <laughs> is yeah, that like a and it is another. It's another three dollars. So <laughs> shake that piggy bank. Three dollar extras to use the cubby hole. All right, I get it. Um. So, yeah, so Corey dances with Kristen and then sits down with him and then she's surprised he has had time to go out with her because she he's with a different woman every day. And uh, I have difficulty wrapping my head around this, I'll be honest. <laughs> I have, Isn't this strange? I just, like, I have so many questions about this. No, I, I have mean, I have one question. What? 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 Yeah. The implication is that, like, he's been dating Topanga and all these women have been just drooling over him, waiting for the chance that he becomes available. The sad like, sack Brillo head is, yeah, like, I the know, hottest thing walking. <laughs> I mean, come on. How are we supposed to believe this? It made sense when he was drunk and cool, but when he's, he's doing the penguin <laughs> yeah. dance, and like, I don't so see it. Later in the episode, when the guy who plays the underwear model in 10 Things I Hate About You shows up, <laughs> that's oh. the guy that I would believe everyone wants to get with, not yeah. this mopey, goony-ass motherfucker. <laughs> and to be fair, yeah, I feel like you're going hard on his looks, Austin. <laughs> I know, like he's like a sad sack. He's like Mr. Mopey Goofball. Like he has no personality. He's no, like, he doesn't. This is what I'm saying. He's not even Ben Savage. He's Fred Savage. Wait, no, reverse, that. reverse that. <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> he was he's such a wiener man. in that Monsters movie. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if this one did inappropriate things to. <laughs> people on the sets of his show like the other Savage. Oh, oh right. Wait, did Fred Savage, is he somebody bad now? He is somebody bad now. Allegedly. He's oh, man. bad now. Yeah. But he looks so innocent. What'd he do? I have not read into it. Um, <laughs> there was... He didn't pay for the cubby hole. Yeah, yeah. There, there were some allegations of um, inappropriate behavior on the set of the current Wonder Years show that he... Like, I don't know, executive producers, or I'm sure he probably directs some of it because that's what he does now. Um, and then after that, a bunch more women came forward talking about some stuff that may have happened during the original Wonder Years when he was oh like, a, you know, hot shot child star in Hollywood. But I have not right. read, I have not clicked on those links any further than that. So <laughs> I am, in, I, I acknowledge that I am engaging in specious rumor mongering at this point. Woo! <laughs> specious rumor mongering. <laughs> the best kind of rumor mongering, frankly. That's how I spent my summer vacation. <laughs> um where was I? Alright, so um, we were Corey is somehow an, an illogical yeah, authority. Somehow some hot piece of ass that women want for some reason and so weird then Corey and Kristen have a very 
chased lip touch for about five seconds or 0.5 seconds i should say that uh Kristen thought was very nice though like he was like a good kisser or something and i'm like you just brushed lips you can't be bad nor good at that i don't think i don't know yeah he's like oh that was nice i'm like it wasn't anything shut up (laughs) (laughs) the kisses on saved by the bell had more passion behind them than that kiss i know it, it was it was very chaste and tame but uh Afterwards, yet, Corey calls her Topanga, and yeah, shockingly, she's not happy with that. Right? It's taste. It's chaste, and 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 but it's also tame. But it's also very relationship driven. Watching this summer series with you, gentlemen, it's like, why are we so concerned about all these adolescents hooking up? I yeah. guess that didn't happen in Austin's episode. So uh, she was win. all no. Nah, DJ was all like. But heard yeah. about Steve right. not being around. Yeah. Well, that's because he was Aladdin for real. <laughs> <laughs> he had to go voice <laughs> do some lines for the sequel, so he couldn't. Right, and Danny him. Tanner got married, but they're old enough. But so I think Austin wins chased and tame. I win most horniest. Let's yeah. see what David wins. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Nothing so good, good luck. luck. So let me ask the <laughs> let me ask the panel. Have mm-hmm. have any of you ever inadvertently called out the wrong name of your lover current or former like current lover or at any time with a previous lover called out the wrong name of said lover like in the fit of passion or yeah however you i'm not i'm I'm not Uh, however you want to define passion i mean this is not passion what's (laughs) happening here on on our screens but you know something where you're like meant to be focused on this person and then you say the other person's name and it's because i feel like it happens all the fucking time in sitcoms and i don't know that it happens in real life very often i plead the fifth wow. <laughs> we all know what that wow. means <laughs> i mean it wasn't during like sex stuff or anything but mm. right you weren't like having sex and then all of a sudden been like oh convicted criminal Lori laughlin yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> i mean yes but she's not like an ex of mine so it wasn't as weird it's just, they just know they, they, they understand they know the score on that that's, one that's a given huh. Yeah. huh no i think that's so strange like um sometimes i do want to call my new pug dog the name of my old pug dog so i've made mm. her middle name the name of her predecessor which helps me. <laughs> but then by the time I say it out loud, no, it's got to be miles apart, David. You've got to keep Lori Loughlin, convicted criminal, away from <laughs> your wife and your brain. Be good for you. I mean, Christy and I have both done the thing where we've called the kid the other one's name when we're like, uh-huh. stop doing that or get over here. And you're like, which one am I yelling at right now? Right. Well, kids. Who cares? Yeah. Sure. My ex-wife and my now current wife had very similar names. That's true. You are in kind of a dice. You're you're in a delicate situation with this one. Early in the relationship, there were a few slips that did not go over well. Jiminy Christmas. But like I said, they were not in the heat of like true passion in that. Right, right. That's for the best. (laughs) Yes, yes, I would agree. So we go to the classroom, and uh, Sean gives Corey the pro tip that you should uh, write the person's name on your hand, and th- so you don't forget it. And But then Corey says it's just because he actually is still in love with Topanga, and then Corey says, well, then why'd you break up with her? Which just 
made my brain hurt because now it's like, I, oh, he did break up? Why did he break up with well, him? That's, I don't yeah. even know. Was, was this the one that you explained the last time when he was getting drunk I don't because they broke up? I think so. Okay, I so this is a different breakup than the lead than that up, one. but this must have been a different one because she very much broke up with him. In then again, one. you thought this was a two-part episode, so I don't know if I can trust going to you for my Boy Meets World info anymore. I mean, you never should have. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. <laughs> he doesn't even know which wife he's on. <laughs> that is unfair. <laughs> for her, I know. <laughs> Hey, look, it's not as bad as mistaking this as a two-parter is not nearly as bad as Ryan's quote-unquote Christmas episode. (laughs) I love that Christmas episode. It's the best thing he ever did. In large part because that just meant less work for us. It was was like a pleasant surprise to learn, like, oh, this is just a one-parter? This is even better. Yeah, Yeah, this one, yeah, this was a pleasant surprise, I mean. Whereas Ryan's episode, we just spent the whole time going, how is this a Christmas episode? I was kind of always trying to like break our rules and for Ryan to just like bulldoze them with the killdozer that time was really cool. Ignorance is bliss. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, so then Mr. Turner comes into class and he apparently they the students had written papers earlier in the semester for a contest to go to Disney World. Did you guys ever have a prize of Disney World for writing an essay? (laughs) No. No. We went there on a bad trip, and as we were recently discussing, it most likely cost our parents hundreds of dollars. (laughs) Well, that's the other thing. I mean, we're getting into this. It's sounding like they're going, like, the very next week, and that doesn't seem like a lot of time to prepare for this trip at all. Like, you're like, hey, kid, even if they don't have to pay for it, like... right. Like extracurricular activities, yeah. Family obligate. Does no one have a dentist appointment next week? I mean, uh-huh. yeah. Like you feel like the parents need to be prepared for this eventuality. I mean, uh, yeah. I could try to talk it away, but uh, why should I give that show that much credit? They obviously <laughs> didn't think about it. So. <laughs> but uh, so the winners first was Kristen, and then uh, Ronnie. What's his name? Ronnie Waterman? Lips Waterman, Lips as they call Waterman. him. Yes, this this would be the uh, the hunky the hunky douchey guy from Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. And he he apparently just kisses everybody because that's what you do in the school. You only kiss he, people. That's that's like being <laughs> that's being the ultimate slut, I guess. Is if he kind of he kind of looks like a poor man's Mario Lopez a little bit. I don't so? see that. No? He's okay. not like ripped. He's not like eff- he has long hair and he kind of has a schnoz. He's kind of like regular money's worth Adrian Brody because he's really low. <laughs> regular money's worth. <laughs> you remember when Adrian Brody got canceled for doing a Jamaica accent on SNL? No, I don't. I feel like he should have gotten canceled for smooching Halle Berry on the stage of the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, that was fine, but he just came on and did like a Rasta impression, and no one was even that mad about racism at the time. It was early 2000s, but we just, he took his Oscar away and we threw him in the trash. <laughs> uh, David, you skipped over the, the hilarious joke where Sean, where Corey well, tells oh yeah Sean about the hand thing, and then he looks at his hand. Yeah, to say, Corey. You called her Topanga? 
Now, Sean, it's so obvious what's going on here. Yeah, you're really bad with names. Do what I do. Write them on the palm of your hand. Corey. Ha ha ha, because it's like he doesn't you know that many. I was going to say, to me, Lips Waterman looked like a poor man's circa 1990 Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, yeah, because we've got the long hair. Yeah, well, yeah, which is, yeah, you're right. Which is funny because they kind of go head to head in 10 Things I Hate yeah, About exactly. You. Yeah, uh, exactly. Although I don't know if he had as long a hair in 10 Things I Hate About You. No. Which, Everyone... also, which also has David Crumholtz, the poor man's oh. Jake Johnson, in it. Mm. Um, yes, those guys. <laughs> Who was in that crappy Justice League movie we watched? Oh. But he wasn't Blossom's boyfriend, who you said looked like Scott Wolf or something. Oh, poor man what? Scott Wolf. No, that was, yes. uh, yeah, that's that's the guy. He was on 902 David Lesher or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what, what Justice League movie did we watch? Remember that shitty made-for-TV oh. one with, like, Ice and nice. Fire and yes. uh, Blue Beetle and Martian Manhunter? Hmm. David doesn't remember. You can. <laughs> We're gonna have to do it again. <laughs> oh my god! From the top, let's go. Are you sure I was a part of that one? I don't yeah. know. Maybe you sat that I'm one out. Fairly sure. Let's see what the girl orphans have to say. This is riveting, riveting <laughs> podcast. I'm sure. I, just, like, I don't know. They're just they're, they can't wait to find out what uh, <laughs> what episodes we did in the past that we don't remember. <laughs> that I don't because I'm old and forget things that don't pertain to me. Yeah, we talked about your odd fascination with the cape. I mean, and that's like every episode. Honestly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that does not narrow it down at all. I love that we're all at the point of forgetting material. David's held on very long, but he's let go. I mean, it was it was like almost five years ago. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Time. So in the next scene. Uh, no, I, I still have more to say about this, actually, because uh, <laughs> so Corey's explaining to Sean how he's got to woo Topanga and make her see that she loves him or that he loves her. And he, so they're talking about her and she's like literally one seat in front of them. And I'm like, hey, how can she not hear what they're saying right now and just not react to it at all? I don't know. Yeah, they're they're they're. they're um... Their stage, they're blocking. Their yes, blocking was <laughs> again, not. because they have cheap-ass sets. So uh-huh. it's like they're all crammed into this tiny room. You know, it's stage rules. It's rude to listen in on a side conversation, David. Yeah, I guess, I guess. <laughs> She's probably working on her next essay that will give her a mm. expenses-paid vacation somewhere. I never got to afford to go as a child, even though I was okay at essays. Yeah, and I guess we haven't said so, but then Topanga's the third winner, so she will be in Disney World with Lips Waterman. Corey is none too pleased about all of this. Do we remember if any of these characters are established as good writers and academic keeners? I know Topanga is. Yeah, Topanga is the academic of the group. Sean Mm -hmm. is very much not, but I'm sure there's some stories where he's Secretly Actually, smart. secretly very smart, but just doesn't care about school, you know, because he's that He's bad got boy. street smarts. Yeah. Warfare. And then Corey, he's just always been average in my mind. Like, they, they, he's just average in every way. Which, which again, all how, these women being how is he attractive to all of these women? Yeah. It's got to be something to do with Topanga. Like, they just the, all want to taste her you, lip gloss on do you feel? Do you feel like this might have been a little bit of the of the star throwing his weight around? Like, 
we're going to do this breakup with Topanga arc. I, I, I want Corey to react by dating a whole bunch of women and have everyone <laughs> talk about how attractive they find him. And but they're then, like, well, that, well, Corey or uh, uh, Ben, that doesn't really fit with the character. That's what I want. I'm the star. I think as the series go on, goes on, Corey gets dumber and dumber in it too. If I recall. Yeah, I mean that tends to happen in most sitcoms. Its main character gets progressively dumber as time goes on. For hey, the comedy, but so does Eric. So maybe I'm confused. <laughs> yeah. Hey, do you guys think that Mr. Turner and Rod Belding compete for the same kind of women? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a date off I want to see. I, I get a I get a big like Rod Belding vibe off of Mr. Oh. Turner. Although obviously he's like a supposed to be like a concerned educator as opposed to Rod yeah. Belding, but they both have like that, you know, luxurious hair and and mm. uh I want to say there's a few mentions of him getting around so And they uh, they seem to have a far too intimate relationship with their high school students. Well, Sean lives with him for a while. I, so. This is what I'm saying. How many kids do you know that lived with their teachers at high school? Well, and he, he got his because he ended up in that motorcycle accident and we never <laughs> saw him again, so we can only presume that he died. I think there's reference to him later, but we never... Didn't even no, you're right. We can only presume again. he died. <laughs> I am glad that we were finally doing an episode with both the hot dudes because, yeah, Turner doesn't last that long. And he is pretty hot. Like he's hotter than Rod Belding. You think so? Yeah, I think he. I'd do him over Rod Belding. Right, Austin. I don't know. Rod Belding's got that Michael Bolton energy about him. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, we're split on that, but that's fine. Yeah, well, I'll press our lips to them for five seconds, and then we'll reassess. Hmm. Uh. So then we go to the bedroom, and Corey is dreaming about Topanga kissing Ronnie, which Hot. is a dream, I guess. I don't know. And then he wakes up in a scream, but he's also wearing, I think it's a Flyers jersey, which just seems weird to me that you'd go to bed in, like, a sports jersey, but here we are. Well, that's what you have to wear when you sleep with your brother. Yeah, I guess. When it's you also sleep with your way. brother, who I thought for a minute, are they sharing a bed? Like he's not, they're not just like in a room together, but they're frighteningly close to one another. Despite the fact, which as I previously said, at this point, I thought his brother was like 30 years old. Mm-hmm. He might as well be. I bet his real actor age is like 22 or something. And they have a big house, right? I don't even remember the Corey's' house, but it's big enough. They can have a different bed. They seem to suggest that they're, I, I want to say the show suggests that they're not very well off. Like they're lower middle class. So they're, you know, they're not like struggling in on food stamps or whatnot. But then they're also, their house is probably smaller than other people's. And so they have to share bedrooms, I think. I don't know. Maybe that's why they disappear the daughter eventually. Well, no, she disappeared, but then she came back. I know. But don't they get rid of her again at some point? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe that's when they have to eat her. Um, my other my other question, and this would require me to watch entirely more Boy Meets World than I'm prepared to do, is <laughs> have they ever previously established that Sean and his brother share a room? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I was wondering if this is just a, like, we need him to wake up from the dream and then have a conversation, and it's most convenient to just have someone in the room with him kind of situation, or if that was a previously established No, thing. that's pretty well established. Uh, so then he talks with, with 
Eric about how he's still in love with Topanga, even though Eric had already figured that out. And uh, because Corey has like a giant poster of Topanga in his room, which is that has some weird Zach Morris vibes to it, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Where are they getting their girlfriends printed? They must yeah, have the same FedEx Kinkos. <laughs> Does Kinkos do this on the reg in the 90s? Is that why they're not around <laughs> anymore? Um, all the lawsuits. Uh, this is how you know that they're that they're they don't have as much money, David, is he just has a, a poster of Topanga, mm-hmm. he yeah. doesn't have the cardboard cutout that descends from the ceiling like Zach mm-hmm. does. Can't afford the extra bells and whistles. I mean, yeah, but it's tough to have as much money as Morris money. So That's yeah, true. That's true. Uh, Eric's advice is to go to Florida, basically. Go chase her down and force her to love you, I think, is the idea. So is Eric dumber than Sean? Yes. Because they're both pretty hot, and they're both pretty dumb, and I just can't <laughs> I would say the show would say yes. They're academically they're probably around the same, but then I think they do have that Sean's actually smart and intellectual. He just refuses to let people see it because he has like you know has to keep a shell around his true self (laughs) and just keep a hard exterior so no one can harm him the way his parents did or something. I I mean that's what the cult said. He keeps his he keeps his his intelligence. Uh, firmly behind his his rugged floppy hair. Yep, yep. <laughs> um, so you're using your floppy hair as a shield, right? So uh, basically, what you're saying, David, is that uh, the the plot of this episode is predicated on advice given by the dumbest character on it. Yes. Cool. 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 So <laughs> the next day in the school highway or hall highway hallway, uh, Corey. Uh, goes up to Eric and says he's going, but apparently Eric was already on board with this because he had er, got purchased or created. I a... think he's a build. It's a self build. <laughs> yeah, he built himself a uh, life-sized Cory doll with very minimal features yes. in the face. But yeah, it's okay. <laughs> do you think he got so it in the same place that Cory got his Topanga picture? No, uh, no, that's Kinko's. You can't be like, make me a dummy of my brother at Kinko's, Austin. It's totally wrong. So this is, of course, my favorite part of the episode. Haunted dummy that doesn't look that much like Corey, but looks somewhat like Corey. They basically put Eric's... curly hair on it. It's just like a blob with curly hair, and that's enough to like confuse, to like satisfy I... everyone. I it do think that a looks a lot bit, like yeah. him because he, that's when I look in my mind's eye, that's what I see of him. It's just <laughs> that's that's what I'm hat. saying is that like, this is a guy who could be credibly replaced by a dummy <laughs> with curly hair and is somehow like the hottest thing walking right now. I'm surprised all the girls aren't just chasing that dummy around. <laughs> I know. That was what I thought. Down. I was like, here's your alternative <laughs> plan. You use the dummy Corey to fend off all the girls while the real Corey goes after Topanga. This is what we've got to do. Um, yeah, so I think Eric made up this ruse just to get Corey out of his teenage adult bed for yeah, I mean, one week. I wouldn't doubt it. I wouldn't you, all right? Yeah, but I don't think he made the dummy overnight. I think he's had this, and <laughs> I think like, we're all free I just want to whack it in peace one night. <laughs> but then he couldn't whack it in peace without Corey because it felt weird, so he put the dummy <laughs> over. So yeah. Then that felt right, Austin. <laughs> <laughs> all right then uh resolved so he's got the dummy and then uh sean arrives and he, sean had procured two tickets to florida from his 
uncle in the quote gaming industry. I'm. Did they even have a gaming industry back then? Uh, I'm assuming this is, they're talking the shore because aren't they in oh. and around Philadelphia? Yes. So this is probably like Jersey Shore gangster gambler shifty types. Yeah, I guess they're going with he's some sort of shady, like, gangster, but I don't know why that relates to being able to procure plane tickets, but I don't know. Maybe that's why we find out. He does say that they may have to break some knees when they land. Oh, okay. Now all I gotta do is spend all the money I have and buy a plane ticket. Oh, I got tickets from my Uncle Nicky. Wait, your uncle who's in the gaming industry. Yeah, yeah, and, and there's a slight chance we may have to break someone's knees while we're there. Wow. That, that's the episode I want to watch then. Right? Like, <laughs> at the very end is them getting to Disney World, but the bulk of the episode is them paying off the debt once they land in Florida yeah. that got them there. Mm, but then the whole way. rest of the series is them, like, indebted to the mob now, and they just have to do their yes. do cr- crimes of greater and greater escalation as their morals are declining. You know... It is too bad the Sopranos never went to Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> There's a Sopranos episode I'd watch. There you uh, go. It'd be a good one. Uh, Corey then, and frankly, this is actually the most mature response is maybe instead of just going to Florida, <laughs> I just talk to Topanga now and tell her how I feel now. <laughs> and shockingly, he does. It's like a normal writer snuck into the writer's room <laughs> and inserted a few bits of dialogue into the script, and then they were qu- like, "Quickly, we have to, we have to sitcom this back up." Yeah, exactly. So he tells, and he like at first I thought he was just going to chicken out or something, or because I don't remember this episode with that, and uh, or like she'd have to leave suddenly before he could complete it. But I mean, he pretty much gets his full thoughts out. Well, first he's like. I have feelings for you. And she's like, so do I. We'll always be friends. And it's like, burn, right? uh, (laughs) I feel like you're a dumb piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But then uh, he actually goes in and, no, I love you. I want us to get back together. And then Topanga pretty much says, well, you know, I would, but you're going out with all these other women, so I can't trust you, which is... Kind of weird. I don't know what that has to do with trust because he was very clear about breaking up. It's not like he cheated on her or anything, but I don't right. know. She's not into right. a guy who's dating a bunch of women. That's her prerogative, too, you know? So, I don't <laughs> know. But uh, then he, I think he kind of half convinces her, or he's not done talking, but then she leaves because Mr. Turner needs to get her trunk, her carry on trunk of hair accessories <laughs> moved or something. Yeah. It's a bit, I... this is a space balls a bit. Well, and it's also like, isn't Topanga supposed to be the like yeah, quirky smart one, and now she's the like hair product diva? Like yeah, that just doesn't. Yeah, I know. Uh, it seems like they could have come up with better excuses to distract her for a moment. Yet this, they just go back and forth with her a lot. I yeah, think, yeah. That. Anyways, uh, and so then while she's away, the Kristen will play, I suppose, and. Uh, yeah. Because then Kristen comes up and she's like, ah, I decided to forgive you for calling me Topanga for whatever reason. Like, he's not worth it, Gals. Just keep in mind. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, she'd like to talk with him and still date when she gets back and then gives him a kiss. Another chase, you know, brush of the lips. Uh-huh. As soon, right, of course, as Topanga is coming back and sees the kiss and then, you know. <laughs> you know, Topanga, apparently you're not seeing the humor here, which is surprising. Laugh. Go ahead, laugh with me. Corey, you know what I see? You in a rope wearing slippers smoking a pipe. Why? Corey Matthews, you're a, a playboy. The ultimate insult. 
So I want to make sure we're understanding what's going on here, which is that Corey can't get with the woman that he wants because other women keep throwing themselves at him, even when he's given them very specific reasons to walk <laughs> away. And I'm like, this... I. This has to be the actor trying to throw his weight around. <laughs> like, and then I open my heart to Topanga, but before she can say anything, someone runs up and kisses me. Isn't that what it's like? This is to be relatable to adolescent male. Yeah, he's, he's in every man right now, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, I'd also say, at the risk of sounding a bit sexist, but here I'm going to sound sexist. Uh, oh. I'm not sexist, <laughs> but... I feel like all these women throwing themselves at Corey would just make Topanga want him more, actually. I think she'd become possessive. It it depends, and that could be a good angle. But I guess. Maybe she's evolved beyond that. She's got a big purity thing. Like, she wasn't going to, like, touch tongues before they were married in front of Catholic Jesus, (laughs) specifically. I feel like they're not Catholics, though. I feel like Catholics do, like, uh, not Jesus-y enough for them. They're probably evangelical or something. Whichever Jesus that Mickey Mouse follows, probably Mouse <laughs> Jesus. That's called money. I think she, yeah, he follows oh, the almighty Jesus. dollar. That's, <laughs> that's who Jesus, that's who Mickey Mouse worships. I'm pretty sure she sees them as a piece of used gum, and every time another babe touches yeah, her yeah, mouth yeah. on it, the gum has another pube like, in it, and yeah, therefore it's you're rubbing it's your like, feet in the gum or whatever. You're like, that's Foot gum. It's on the ground now. Every kiss. Mm-hmm. You can't make that gum pristine again right we'll never not be foot gum which is its own thing some people are into it (laughs) most are not but not the jesus's uh not mickey jesus (laughs) we go the next scene we were actually in disney world we see some uh, stock footage of different stuff and we go to the living seas pavilion where topanga is basically getting a tour and they're talking dolphins so it becomes a whole dolphin thing. And did you catch that during the environmental essay prize that they were going to like hang out with lonely dolphins? That you get to go to Disney World. And by Disney World, we mean this one sad aquarium that I'm pretty <laughs> sure aquarium set that I'm not entirely sure actually exists. Yeah, right. that's where you start wondering, like, they must have gone to Disney World, at least for some of the shots, right? Like, it almost feels like they could have done most of this without being in disney world like i mean there's the stuff later where like there's the montage where Corey and sean costume. are running around doing like stuff at magic kingdom like that's all clearly filmed on location and they had to get these dolphins from somewhere and i, I mean they have dolphins at the living seas so this could very well be like some behind the scenes career. I, I don't think this was ever part of any like tour or part of the exhibit at Epcot yeah. as part of the Living Seas. I mean, they have like a working you mean aquarium you just and stuff. Hang out there, right? But like, if you were a blonde lady, you couldn't just go hang out with. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get, get to that blonde we'll lady, but um, <laughs> so yeah, just any blonde lady. Yeah, exactly. Well, um, yeah. So hmm. I just, but that's yeah. Maybe this is a real thing behind the scenes, but I'm pretty sure that like normal park going public can't just come and go to it the way that everyone does in this episode yeah and and it also it really didn't bother me because this is i mean in theory whether it's a set or actually at disney world this is like the behind the scenes it feels like aquarium part and it really didn't bother me that the winners were there because that kind of made sense to me right right? like that they'd get some behind the scenes access to actually like learn about 
the environment or dolphins or whatever. But the fact that everyone else just seems to be able to wander in and out of there, that did not ring true at all. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just hope these teenagers can cheer up the dolphins' lonely romantic love life. <laughs> yeah, this is where they mention that one of the dolphins isn't eating. I think they mentioned that later, Yes, they, like. they do. They mention it like 80 times. They're like I really know. ramming us over the head with this lovesick dolphin. She's very sad. Yeah, well, I think it's later, actually. I okay. have the note here. It's uh, later scene, so do we'll you recognize there. the... Uh, uh, <laughs> Dolphinologist, marine the biologist, marine biologist, the marine no. biologist that is working she here. She says her name, and she's a pretty flat actor for most of her scenes. What what else does she do? Well, that's yeah. When she first showed up, I was like, oh, this is a park employee because they're not very good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then, as, as then as she was h- hanging around, I went, wait. Is that Heidi from Home Improvement? And it is oh, Heidi from Home Improvement. Because she's hot, too. All the Heidis the, were hot. The post-Pam Anderson tool, tool girl on right. Home Improvement. De- Deb wow. Dunning, Debbie Dunning, something like that. Yeah. What? What? So this must have been, like, right before she got that job, because it was, wow. it was yeah, Pam Anderson for a while, but she then... She showed up, and I mean, by the end of that show's run, they had like whole plot lines built around her and stuff. <laughs> I could not pick Heidi out of a lineup, I'll be honest. So. <laughs> what kind of home improvement fan are you, David? I think I just told you what kind of home improvement <laughs> fan I am. Uh, but could you put Tim Allen out of a lineup for yeah, coke dealing? Yeah, probably. Like, what? Don't know. Okay. If I asked him a few questions on running cocaine, I probably could definitely nail him. <laughs> With a nail gun. Yeah. Questions about running cocaine and or women these days. And or snitching, Ooh. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Anything these days. Hot button issue. Uh, so then we see like kind of the outdoors of Disney World. It's suspiciously empty again, like a full house, but... Uh, Corey and, Asha- and Sean arrive fresh off a cargo plane, because apparently that's what the tickets were for. Which is just weird, because you think there wouldn't even be tickets then, but whatever. And then it was filled <laughs> with chickens, and I don't know the whole story behind that, but that's about all we get on that. Yep. Corey has peck marks. Yeah. I'm also, even, 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 the, even the female fowl won't leave him alone. Yeah, yeah apparently. <laughs> They're going after his neck. He's a he got more, magnet. I know he, he had more <laughs> romance from those chickens than he did any of these women. Um, <laughs> yeah, they were going for the neck. Exactly, is what I'm saying. Um, I'm pretty sure that even in 1990-whatever, you couldn't just bring large duffel bags into the parks <laughs> the way these two have done well, at this they, point. Well, I guess everybody, but they certainly do a lot of stuff you cannot do at the park yes. and would not be able to get away with. But, you know, they don't even, like, attempt to explain it away. They're just... No, they This don't. show just lives in an alternate reality a lot of the time. And same with, like, this whole dummy escapade where you're just not even supposed to, like, think about dummy. it. I guess. It's dummy. this weird thing where, like... You could just have them show up without any luggage, mm-hmm. and like dorks like us would have a podcast decades later and be like, "How are they affording a hotel? We learned about the plane tickets, but where are they staying? Where is their luggage? Look, they changed clothes later in the episode. How is this all working?" 
So then you feel like they're trying to sidestep that by being like, we'll have them bring their luggage in, and spoiler alert, we'll have them sleep at the park. But it's such a nonsensical explanation yeah. that we still are like, wait, that doesn't make any more sense. Yeah, than that's if they just worse than it. like me yeah. just thinking that they procured out, you know, yeah, his uncle somewhere. also got him lodging, yeah, you know, and whatever. And they don't really address that except for this and another little bit. But yeah, they're like secret files of funky winker beaning all around the Epcot <laughs> Center, which could be its own plot. They could try to like sleep behind horny Lincoln, but mm, no. Yeah, I mean, that is a danger of like staying the night at the park is horny yep. horny Lincoln is on the prowl. At night. <laughs> he gets to walk out yeah, of his exactly. platform and whatever he gets he gets and he would have gone right for Corey because he's a hot <laughs> when the bitch, when the gates yeah. when the gates come down Lincoln goes out <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> have the presidents at Disney World, right? No, we do. We have the Hall of Presidents. Yeah. Shit, very good. And I I refuse to accept that there isn't any other kind of Lincoln except a horny Lincoln now. Right. Right. He's canon. Yeah. Why else did we do all of this if not to set some (laughs) precedential precedents? (laughs) Uh, So two other Disney notes. Did Uncle Nicky also pay for their park tickets? Yeah, I know. (laughs) As long as we're picking nits. Maybe... They snuck in. <laughs> I mean, that would explain how they got the duffel bags through. And yeah, then at one point, um, Sean, Corey's all like, you know, woe is me. I'll never find Topanga. My heart, Whoa. it aches. Oh, woe mm-hmm. is me. And Sean's like, hey, dude, chill out. We're in the happiest place on Earth. Technically, Disney World is the most magical place on Earth. <gasps> Disneyland is the happiest place on Earth. You know, I'm surprised oh. they didn't get like lasered by mm, right Eisner. i'm surprised like the, lasered by the eye of walt disney you know <laughs> walt just shook his bones in his tank his clone mm. tank and eisner has what well, at that time had his finger on the button and i guess and the joke is as they're looking over at the vast expanse of disney world and where topanga could be a like tour shuttle like goes right behind him and who should be on it but Topanga and lips, Hot Lips Hulahan. <laughs> God, still one of the great all-time character names. So, do you guys have you heard about like um, the one teenager who was trying to sneak into Disney, and then he crawled on the monorail tracks, and he unalived himself with the help of the monorail? Is that true, or is that just like an urban legend that never really happened? This one's true. There's like, you know, depending on how many you count, because people like get into a fight in Disneyland, and then Disney will not be forthcoming with ambulance access, Mm. so they will have some unalives that way. But there are like several Disney deaths, and the monorail tracks is one of them. Somebody, another teen, drowned in the Huck Finn River, or whatever the fuck, that body of water with the steamboat is yeah the um, mark like, twain lagoon or yes, whatever it is the lagoon. maybe the worst death was a teen cast member in a revolving attraction it was make america sing or something and she got stuck it was a sitted crowd dark show and she got stuck in a platform that rotated and it just crushed her in between the mechanisms well, that's that's that. disturbing. They fixed that, <laughs> but not her. She's gone. Yeah, I was just thinking, like, I don't know how you quietly like brush that under the carpet or any or right. under the rug. It was not quiet. Everyone heard the scream. 
So, anyways, a couple Disney deaths. Watch out for them. I guess Sean and Corey figured out, though, how to break in successfully, unlike the other homies. R.I.P. So then we... (laughs) Anyways... (laughs) Go to the school highway, uh, hallway. I'm going to say highway. Highway. The, well, the hallway is the highway of the yeah, school, yeah, David. Is, You're right. It is the one hallway that gets here. There's only like two classrooms in the school, so it's kind of weird. <laughs> Just like Saved by the Bell. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, and uh, after a successful oral, oral report, Eric stuffs the fake Corey into his <laughs> locker, and then Mr. <laughs> Feeney sees it and is very concerned. And they actually have a pretty humorous exchange, I think. Uh, I was disappointed. And I'm like, you know what I want to see in your Disney episode? Disney. You took your yeah, sweet ass time getting there. You finally got there. And now we got to cut away for this, like, dummy antics. Which, granted, Me. at least it was dummy antics. <laughs> I mean, exactly. it's probably the funniest part of the episode. But, yeah, you know. I mean, Me, probably. I'm like, more dummy, less Disney. What they could have done to make everybody here happy is put the dummy in Disney. Yes. And then the other lady could have been making out with the dummy on the... On the, on the thunder flumes or something while Corey can make his move with the dolphin. Agreed. But they didn't do that. But it does feel like this show didn't get its money's worth out of sending <laughs> people to Disney World, right? Like, they didn't take advantage Very of true. Like, most of what we saw could have just been on a set anywhere, right? And right. Compared to our previous two Disney episodes, this one definitely felt like they phoned in the Disney stuff mm. the most we're ending with a whimper david wins for most <laughs> least disney <laughs> yeah that's true and like three and only three of the main cast were actually filmed in disney world and i don't know if the rest even got to go or would you be pissed if you're like one one of the cast members that didn't i'm telling you i'm pretty sure ben savage is throwing his weight around <laughs> uh anyways back to the hall the dummy shenanigans so the mr yes. feeney said Mr. Matthews, what are you doing? I just put my books away. I thought I saw you stuff your brother into your locket. <laughs> why would I want to go do something like that? I don't know. But I clearly saw a curly-haired boy enter your locker. Why would I want a curly-haired boy in my locker? Again, I don't know. And I got a laugh out of that. It's one laugh of the episode. Once again, Corey indistinguishable even to the <laughs> beloved Mr. Feeney from a non-speaking curly-haired dummy. And so then, after all these shenanigans, Eric gets detention. And I was earlier going to say that's true brotherly love, getting detention for your brother. But when you point out that he probably just wanted to whack in peace for a week, maybe it's just a sacrifice he had to make, right? Right, right. I also was curious, like, what did he get detention for? Yeah, because right. Mr. Feeney was frustrated, you know. Like, yeah, was this just like a you know, Feeney authoritarian throwing around, okay. throwing a temper tantrum? So, because they did continue the ruse, they reopened the locker and they they right. got Corey right. dummy out of the way, so Feeney had no proof to detention him. And this is where you could do another bit, like put in a different wig on the dummy and have the dummy sit in detention. Apparently, it's very convincing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, frankly, they just need a whole episode around the dummy shenanigans. Put a floppy-haired wig on it and call it an Eric dummy, and then you're good to go. So good. Yeah. Now I get why all the girls want to kiss him. If he has that (laughs) floppy hair shield, that's the stuff. That was the stuff. Right. That's the stuff. 
And of course, we don't even know why Sean got away with it. It's like he didn't have a doppelganger in school. <laughs> I guess no one he cares about Sean. <laughs> right. Like, no one misses Sean. Corey has to go through this whole elaborate dummy ruse. He gets grounded at the end. It's all like Sean's there the whole time and no one says a single word. <laughs> no wonder this kid joins a cult. <laughs> So, the next scene is Corey getting impatient, waiting in a long line, hoping that Topanga will be on this ride. And it turns out it's not a ride. Sean just wanted a churro. Which is actually kind of like anti-advertisement for Disney, where it's like, you have to wait 30 minutes for a churro. Right. Or a ride. Right. Either way. Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's underscoring the long lines. But it does make me want a churro, so it's also very effective advertisement. Yeah, well, and I also, for like, I misread, missaw the scene the first time, and then I was writing it up, so I rewound it, and I initially thought that they were in line for a ride. There just happened to be, like, a churro station within the line, and I think that's something they have to start implementing, of just, like, giving you churros halfway through the line, yeah. Yeah, midline. And not just at Disneyland. That should be at the bank. That should be... <laughs> yeah, they, uh, any place a line forms, they got to hand out some churros, right? I mean, you know how I feel about hot dog vendors, David. They just yeah, be following you along, <laughs> following behind me wherever I go. Hot dog, hot dog. Um, that's another point, is that they're waiting for a ride, but do we see them go on any rides? Yeah, not uh, like... Just the one that they're sleeping they on. S- but They sleep in the yeah. log flume, but I don't yeah. think that quite translates into going on. There's ride. some montage stuff, I think. That's, did they go on a ride in that? I just saw them high five. Well, at one point, Topanga and, and Hot Lips Houlihan are riding oh, the test right. track at, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. at Epcot. Good point. They're Disney fingering on the Dumbo ride. Yeah, this does beg the question whether this line is currently for a churro or not. It seems to imply that they're searching for Topanga like one ride at a time. They're teenagers, Austin. Yeah. Once you do that, like, you get to the amusement park, you're like, how are we going to find this person? Probably by getting on all these rides. I, I'm starting to question Sean's altruistic motives and if this was his <laughs> excuse to like go to Disney and ride around on a bunch of rides. I mean, of course it is. Why? You think he really cares about his friend, 14-year-old friend getting together with a woman? He's true. Probably, you know. I mean, he isn't exactly adding a lot to the to the hunt at this point. So. Yeah, exactly. It's just puppy love. Like It's not going to mean anything. He's he, Sean's too is worldly enough to know this. Actually, I know, I know, I know. They actually get married and stuff, and then I was gonna say, world cut, cut they to us together, reviewing but... an episode of the show starring their daughter. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man, I was just gonna say, does their marriage last? But then Austin had to. I mean, my canon was no, but then apparently the show <laughs> had other ideas. I mean, you can have a kid and still break up, but I, I think they're together. David, the show <laughs> didn't have other ideas. The need to fill streaming content had other yeah, ideas. Yeah. This was before streaming, though. I think this was just on... The Girl Meets World? I thought that was yeah, a I thought that was just on the Disney Channel. I thought oh. this was just trying to, like... Maybe. Get a nostalgia kick, you know? I thought it was a post-Fuller House, like, oh, we've got a post TGIF streamer show too but i could be but, right. I, think, but I think it was pre disney plus though so yeah know. that could be anyways i, I didn't watch it if i cared enough i'd ask the google orphans and right, we don't even care enough to bother them exactly we're not telling them we went to disneyland this summer <laughs> <laughs> so we go back to the living seas pavilion 
And oh, we've been here. And then they're talking more dolphins, and we find out that there's one dolphin that was separated from her mate and will no longer eat. Then Corey arrives, because he can just show up wherever, I guess. Uh-huh. And, uh, he goes up to Topanga and tells her he loves her, but then Kristen is behind him thinking... Or no, sorry, I'm getting... He's telling Sean how he's going to tell Topanga that he loves her. But then he's not using Topanga's specific name in the end, and presumably Christian walks in on this at some point and thinks he's telling, going to be telling her that he loves her. And so oh, then God. when he turns around and sees her, she talks about how sweet it is that he came to Disney World for her and then kisses him, and who should show up just as they touch lips for that brief 0.5 seconds? Topanga. He can't get his objective because people can't (laughs) stop kissing him. This is ridiculous. (laughs) Women just, ladies love cool Corey, I think. It's like he's trying to walk down the street but can't because women keep stopping to make out with him. Mm -hmm. So this is what he needs to do is he needs to romance the dolphin so that she's happy again. We need to see... Those scenes, I mean, be very slow. <laughs> it gets, it gets, you, you got there a lot faster than he did. Right? Austin, there's nothing women love more than white bread with nothing spread on it. <laughs> <laughs> if that were Blue true, tea. I would have been a lot more popular. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that always a thing. This, uh, yeah, but it's just more. Corey can't help but getting kissed, and then we go and the, to and the sad Mountain. lady dolphin. Don't forget that it's an important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. so sad, and she's a lady, and Corey needs to kiss the dolphin <laughs> right on the blowhole. Look, <laughs> run. Do you imagine that it'll just be a relationship between Corey and the dolphin, or would the dolphin yeah. then be secretly like a princess that would like transfer? <laughs> no, he kissed kiss the dolphin, and then he'd turn around and try to tell Topanga how much he loves her, but the dolphin would jump out of the tank and start blowing him. <laughs> Because it has to have that sweet, sweet Corey action. Yeah, but I think that only, like, you know, turned Topanga on. Like, I don't think women can resist some dolphin-on-man action and not want to participate. I think they could be a very happy throuple if Corey (laughs) rubs the blowhole. Then the dolphin can make both of them Disney royalty and they can just, like, do dolphin stuff. Carolyn... After this episode, I think I need to talk to you about commissioning some art. Okay. <laughs> let, let me stack up the portfolio. See, Look, see the lookbook here. If, if Girl Meets World is about a girl and her relationship with her dad, her mom, and her mom dolphin, I'm way back on board and watching this right away. 100%. Uh, David, your art's going to look a lot like Liza, Liza Frank style. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. I'm going to give the dolphin like a lipstick situation. <laughs> uh, so anyways, now we're on to Splash Mountain. and uh, <laughs> Which represents the splashing of everybody about Corey. Yeah, exactly. Yes, it does. <laughs> and Corey is shot and it turns out we just see like the empty ride, like the empty cart. Oh. Room. Log flip. Cars with the, nobody in it. But then they pop up because they'd been sleeping on it. How they, I mean, the question's galore, right? How they managed to get after hours and sneak onto the ride and not have it shut right? up. Right? Like, like, if they showed us that secrets of Funky Winker Bean stuff, 
<laughs> would be fun, like sneaking around and yeah, hiding yeah. and stuff. And oh, there's the guard, and oh, let's stuck here. But no. <laughs> there's the mascots <laughs> taking their hats off and having sex. And, <laughs> yes, and there they are sharing Disney, the Disney underwear. After dark. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There they go. But I do like how Corey, he's so bland, he's nothing, right? But then he does, like, have, like, 40-year-old man problems with his back. Yeah. That was relatable. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sean slept like a baby. Yeah, Sean says it's the best sleep he ever had. Ow. My back. Every disc got a whack. Major pain. Oh. Best night's sleep I ever had. So then Corey's like... This whole thing with Topanga blew up in my face. I'm going to go home. But then Sean uses reverse psychology to get Corey to stay. And or does Sean worst, just not give a shit and Corey talks himself into it? Yeah. There we go. Why would you leave Disneyland? Like, why Why are these, like, nine-year-olds so concerned about their relationships and yeah, just sending them on I vacations? <laughs> I don't even have this much action. <laughs> Or wherewithal or agency. I don't understand. Yes, this obviously this show puts way too much weight on this relationship they're having and then that it's not like they people in high school break up all the time, right? Like it happens like multiple times a year actually, I hear. It's happening right now as we speak. (laughs) (laughs) So they're gonna stay, but then they don't know how they're gonna get nice and clean because there's no showers. For them to use but what should happen but the ride just starts i guess somebody like let's start the ride Flip with nobody the on it switch oh maybe man. this was the imagine? test run for the ride and then it'd be funny if it failed but it didn't it was successful and they <laughs> bathing with that water can only make you dirtier mm-hmm. we know what goes on in dark rides we know <laughs> it'd be really hard to do in splash mountain now but I could do yeah, it. Yeah, there's no Splash Mountain finger. Is that what you're saying? Or... I mean, finger, yes, but further than that, oh, okay. you know? Right. It's like, what, 10 minutes and with all those animatronics chattering at you about, what do they call it? The dark place. The racial implications. Yep, yep. If that's your thing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Corey and Sean get splashed. That's the... Coming down the mountain. Yeah. So then we see the next scene is back in just like Disney World proper, I guess. And Corey and Sean have a change of clothes, I guess. Yeah. So uh, I don't know where they did that, but they managed. It was in the duffel bag, which they hid in the churro cart garbage. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. And this is where we get a montage of first them asking various mascots about Topanga, I guess. And... <laughs> like, they give a shit. Like... It's, a, it's a stalker montage. Again, they're not... <laughs> these mascots aren't surrounded by people, so it's already unrealistic. But then they... These mascots are actually acting like they know who they're talking about. Like, they wouldn't have seen, like, a million different teenage late girls walking by at some point. Yeah, there's no right. way that you could describe Topanga in a way that, like, the guy wearing the beast suit is going to remember <laughs> yes. her. Mm-hmm. Right. So we've got the beast. We've got pirate Goofy. Yeah. This is where I lose track. I think Austin episode wins for most mascots. Yeah, and then we have them on, like, some sort of go-karts or whatever, and... That's the that's the test track. That's the Epcot test track. And Corey's chasing uh-huh. Topanga down. And then Corey dresses up as a lot, another Aladdin appearance, apparently. Yep. A, yep. Right? He was hot 
street trash. But of course, we could ask all day long where Corey got his Aladdin outfit. Would be cool if we saw him beat up the Aladdin. (laughs) Did he beat up Steve? Do you think he beat up Steve to get Steve's Aladdin clothes? Corey's so littler than Steve. I know. I don't see it happening, but maybe he did like a sucker punch, like banged him with a trash can lid from behind. And I think Corey could kick Joey's ass, but that's that's low bar to clear. Uh, Corey and Ryder Strong could kill Joey, and I would like them too. Yeah. So at then at then at one point, like. Topanga and Hot Lips Hulahan are getting their picture drawn <laughs> as a caricature, but then the artist is Corey for some reason. I don't know how he sneaks. I don't he know how they're not perceiving that, him. Or, I, it's, uh, he he's stalking them, but Topanga's oblivious too. to a lot of it until the very end. I, then Topanga and Hot Lips are eating at the same underwater, re- underwater restaurant as Danny and Vicky, and I think at the same <laughs> table, too. I think it was like... Wow. It's it's the uh, engagement restaurant. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Com- complete and, uh, with uh, an open the same open door policy for uh, aquarium entry. Yeah, and for scuba diving, divers yeah. with signs. Non-licensed yeah. scuba divers can just get in there apparently. But uh, too bad Corey to- didn't do a podcast in there. Uh, Hot Lips tries to kiss Topanga, and then she, Topanga just freaks out on being like, she's not a prize to be won, and hates being chased, and the more someone chases her, the more she's turned off. Which is Which a, is crazy. Which because was, it implies she could be turned on. <laughs> I mean, so this is kind of a liberating moment for her, but then it'd feel better if it didn't get all get negated, like, five minutes later, but, um... Mm-hmm. Then, Corey is diving in the water with a sign that says, I will chase you forever, which, of course, is the exact opposite that she wants and not creepy at all. But uh, then as she's leaving, Sean's there and Topanga's like, your friend is an idiot. And he's like, well, this was my idea. And then he gets water in the face, too. And well deserved, I think. I don't know. They need to chill out and let Topanga just live her life. Right. I mean, apparently that's not an option. You talked about this before, David. The whole like, I will chase you forever is just... (laughs) I mean, the 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 cherry on top of the entire shit Sunday that is everything that he's doing in this episode. Where it's just like, the girl said no. Let her live her fucking life, dude. You're nine years old. Well, at least this yeah. is just a weird kids show, and not like there'd ever be like a serious adult drama about a sketch show that would involve somebody chasing someone, <laughs> declaring that they'll chase them forever, and have that be I like the plot you of the down, world. Jordan. <laughs> You yeah, were there for that, Carolyn. You just don't remember it, and that's qu- I okay. can't place your reference because it's so many things. <laughs> it's making me think yes. of I know what you did last summer, yeah, but Studio I know you did. Sixty ever on the sunsets. Oh, that was a very not good show. <laughs> I remember like Hitler Santa. Does that help? Yeah, there was a Hitler Santa. That's right. That's what I got. Uh, anyways. But yes, I don't know. Yeah, like the show had the ability or there's a point here where they could make a point out of them chasing actually being wrong and awkward and stalkerish and you should do it. And it's not the romantic gesture that it's being made out to be here. But they they fumble the bottle pretty quickly after this. So yeah. <laughs> they do not make that point, actually, and flip the script almost. So that's unfortunate. Well, we need... 
is the rest of the dolphin pod to be chasing down the dolphin lady. They need to be chasing her also on Splash Mountain and then jumping in the waterfall yeah, and uniting. Yeah, they do need that doll. I mean, that's cute. When, like, a dolphin, like, chases after its dolphin mate, That that's not stalkers. That's just cute, though, you know. The, the animals can get away with that. Animal husbandry has different rules about <laughs> consent. Very different so. rules. <laughs> dolphins. talked about the ducks before. Things. Lug, dolphins are as bad as ducks. They go interspecial and um, I think yeah. they bash around pufferfish to get high on the Fear fumes. They're <laughs> sex freaks, basically. <laughs> yeah, we have to do that King of the Hill episode. <laughs> for sure. So then, uh, you said, so then Corey, like, they're kind of back outside, and Corey's just talking about how much he's done for Topanga. I did this, this, and this. Why, you know. Topanga, uh, maybe you didn't know, but that was me in that tank. I did know, and I'd like you to stop chasing me, all right? Please. What are you talking about? Look at everything I've done for you. I mean, I, I flew here, I dressed in hair and pants and a fez, which you know I don't pull off. I swim with the fishes. Corey! I, I put in all this action, so that means you must love me, because... Right, this is this is where it like where I was just like, oh, no, you didn't. Like, <laughs> uh-uh, uh-uh. Like, this is bad enough that you're doing all this bullshit, and then, then you turn around and get all, like, righteously indignant about, like, look at everything I've done for you. Isn't it enough? Why won't you take me back? Like, fuck you, Brillo head. <laughs> right, right. He thinks he's entitled just because he put in enough tokens into the love machine. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. is not a machine. But when I did see her in that aquarium setting, I thought... You know, she's got that really big lips-mouth combo, and I thought she looked really at ease in a fish environment, and I would like to see her incredible Mr. Limpet story, or maybe an Angelina Jolie in Shark Tales. Like, she should stay in the fish zone where she belongs. Yeah. Just, that's what she I should just stay with Hot Lips Houlihan. Yeah, yeah I mean, why not? I mean, it's all about the lips, apparently. You know? Lips and blowholes. So, yeah, Corey just gets the nice guy syndrome of like, I was nice to you and I did all this stuff for you, so that means you should love me. And shockingly, Topanga, it doesn't buy it at this moment. And well, I mean, I think she might have been swayed, but she's like, you're always with another girl. And then he's like, no, I'm not. And of course, Kristen is behind him again. Of course, Kristen like jumps out from behind a booth that immediately affixes her lips to his. But then she kind of implies that she was also in the swim tank and following him. So now she's like kind of stalking him at this point is what Uh, we're This is is where I wrote, okay, this girl is getting a little nuts herself. (laughs) <laughs> right it's stalkers all the way down and yeah. that could work like then what if someone started stalking her and then we just ended up on a whole different thing right okay. that that's a show i'd mean. watch there we go <laughs> so we go back to the living seas pavilion behind the scenes where people can just wander in and out again as we talk. <laughs> including <laughs> yeah and so Corey thinks he finds topanga he's like hey topanga but it's not topanga it's actually fact, TV's Dana from Step by Step. Who looks very little like Topanga, so we have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you can see Corey thought so. you can see why he was mistaken, what with their uh, yeah. non similarities whatsoever. Yeah, exactly. Different Lord, height blonde hair, yeah, and hair yeah. colors and styles. <laughs> yes. So I thought it was Dana, but she never said, Hey, I'm Dana, so it, I wasn't sure. It's a weird <laughs> cameo, yeah. That, right. She's there. I don't know. 
did Step by Step film a Disney World episode? It, and it was did. it at the same it, it, time? It did Disney. I think it might. Yeah, probably. So I think Blossom was a rarity for being Disneyland and not Disney World. Correct. Yeah. Everybody else is that. So Step by Step, I think, did it. And but she's not like I'm just here with my too many family members. Like yeah, we're I know. not sure she's in character. She might <laughs> just be a, a lady. Dad. Right? <laughs> hey, be nice and, to TV's and... Patrick Duffy. <laughs> we don't even know if she's a real dolphin handler because she says that she's not, and that sounds as believable as anything. Yeah, he's he's like, oh, sorry, go about, about your work, and she's like, oh, I don't work here. I was just on a tour and decided to hang back, and I'm like, I don't think they just let you hang back. I don't know. I think and they he, neglected to take her out because the security is very lax. Yeah, like, yeah. Know, this is the laxest security for Disney World I've ever seen. She's wearing, like, street shoes. But, so I don't know. She's, like, probably done of mm-hmm. being wooed at the fish restaurant. Now she's hanging out with the lonely lady dolphin, mm-hmm. who she yeah. also respects a lot. So, she's attempting to feed the dolphin and then, oh, <laughs> go on off. <laughs> the, the poor heartbroken dolphin. Uh, this just in from the Gruel Orphans. I didn't explain to them why we needed to know this. Uh, Good. Good. Step, step by Step had a Going to Disney World episode, a two-parter, you'll be happy to know, David. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I chose wisely. The second part of which, we're going to Disney World Part 2, aired the same day as this episode. Yeah, okay. Oh they God. both aired on May 10th, 1996. So that is clearly like a wink to that. Now I don't, I don't know if in that episode Dana is seen at this weird aquarium behind the scenes. Yeah, I know how much they would would actually like tied in, and or did any was Corey or Sean or Topanga showing up on that episode? Right, that would kind of be amazing. I would have to give it to them. Or if like, or if they even just explained Dana's outfit because it wasn't. It wasn't in character. Yeah, or if at some point she was like, enough of this nonsense, Cody. I'm going to the Living Seas Aquarium. And then we would know that, that that's when she went to make this appearance or something. But That would be great if we could get that timeline just like... Look at that, David. You didn't do a two-parter, but you did a stealth crossover episode yeah, I as know. well. I was not what expecting it, but... Uh, so, <laughs> yes. It's a surprise to anybody, yeah. She was she's attempting to feed the sad dolphin and of course it's not having any of it and she explains to Cory that it lost her she the dolphin lost its mate and is sad about it so it won't eat and Cory Cory's like that's stupid what a stupid dolphin and then <laughs> that's hey. I could see why women are throwing themselves at him Yeah yeah exactly <laughs> Again why are women interested in him that anyways Corey's really hot, but he's, he's got a bad attitude. It's just his looks. I'm surprised Dana didn't try to make out with him, frankly. Yeah, yeah, That would exactly. be hilarious. It would also be out of character for her, but mm-hmm. who cares? He's that good looking. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> and then, so she forces Corey to apologize to Amber, I guess is the dolphin's name, and then Corey... And to which he does, and then that's about all we hear from Dana, I guess. And then she leaves. Scene resolved. And it's yep. it's really weird because she sounds like super stilted and yeah. awkward. Like if I didn't know any better, I'd think this was the like Disney Park employee who's not an actor that got pressed into service. But I'm like, 
she's used to this sitcom nonsense. Why is this mm-hmm. like sound so like forced and awkward and like say do it. Say goodbye or apologize to the fish. Do it. How do you get off saying something like that? Oh, I'm sorry. I just apologize to her. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm sorry. Personalize it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Amber. If there's one thing I've learned hanging around here, it's that animals are like people. And you're just like, <laughs> it's it. just such a weird cadence and everything yeah. about it just seems really I, I don't really think her weird. heart was in it. I'll put, I'll put it that way. But like, I'm sure. <laughs> well, that's but like, important. her heart's not in this, but it's in all that step-by-step nonsense? Like, how is this any different? <laughs> yeah, but maybe this was like sprung on her at the last minute or something, and then... She was already done. That yeah. was her street wear. That's why it doesn't look like what Dana would wear, is because she mm. was just literally gonna go dance to the yeah. teenagers at the pavilion. Mm, that but... could be it. Yeah, she has about the same level of performance as Heidi, the other fishmonger, which is mm. to say, bad. <laughs> Maybe the dolphins just suck your energy out of them. Yeah, because they're like, they're like aliens, right? So yeah, that would make so. sense. They could probably do it. They're so on all the time, and they have such a magnetic presence that it just like sucks all the energy out of the room. Mm-hmm. That you know, playing against a dolphin is just a, a fool's errand. <laughs> Never play with against dolphins or children. No, yeah. exactly. Also, I know so. I know I harp on this a lot, but um, they're in Florida and they're in an aquarium, and it's presumably like muggy and humid in the aquarium, like on the deck of a pool. And Corey is wearing this like thick ass cable knit oh, sweater. Yeah. And look, what all right, fine, I will that? accept that. Like native floridians and native californians body temperatures adjust and so it's like 70 degrees and they're all like man i'm cold and they wear a sweater even though that's not cold weather but he's from philadelphia (laughs) he should have normal reactions to the floridians swamp ass heat and he's in this like (laughs) buggy aquarium who packs a cable knit sweater to go to florida yeah but this is a disney world aquarium where they presumably like pump out the humidity and <laughs> i think the dolphins needed to live <laughs> they just need the water so Corey has a heart-to-heart with amber talking about how he knows what it's like to lose the love of your life the only one you could ever be with the only one meant for you blah 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 which is we typical get it teen stuff except the show like seems to frame it as earnestly like true which is <laughs> right <laughs> they're like the problem you could out. you could hear the writers patting themselves on the back they're like mm-hmm. oh we set up this parallel with the dolphin and this is where yeah, it really yeah. pays off <laughs> yeah no one saw that parallel coming <laughs> right? sure, but, uh... it was so organic <laughs> <laughs> Through that heart-to-heart, he gets the dolphin to eat. Aww. And then he leaves. But guess who was secretly there seeing the whole thing? Kristen. No, it was... (laughs) (laughs) The Cory dummy. Yeah, yeah. God, it would have been great if it was Kristen. Um, Also, throughout this entire exchange, both Dana and Cory routinely refer to the dolphin as a fish. And at no point are they ever corrected. And I feel like that's a, a whiff on, on the part it of the is, writers. It is, in fact, a mammal, not a fish. Yes. And I kept waiting for someone to be like, hey, dumb dumb, it's a mammal, not a fish. And no one ever did. Now there's a whole generation of kids who think they're fish and not mammal. 
Exactly. Uh, so we go back to the outside of Disney World, and now Topanga's chasing Corey down, who's like, I get it, I'm done, I'm done. I'm like, you're out, Topanga, just let it go, let it go. <laughs> <laughs> you're so close, just go. You're so close, just let him go, let him storm off. He's like, well, we could just be friends. And I'm like, don't even do that, it's not worth it. <laughs> He adds nothing yeah, to a friendship. Holly. Trust me. Look at Sean. Do you want that kind of relationship? No. Yeah, exactly. Go with Hot Lips Houlihan. Sean's <laughs> happy as a clam, but that's for his own reasons. Yeah. Corey, Corey's dolphin apology made Topanga really wet for some reason. Mm. No one knows why. And she, like, says that it's different now because he's... He said the words that came from his heart. So that's all he had to do this whole time. Well, she just believes them now, I think, is the idea. I I feel like the only difference between what he said then and what he said at any other point in this episode was that a dolphin was there and a woman wasn't throwing herself at him at the same time. Well, and also he wasn't he was saying it. I mean, to be fair to the show, how much I want to do is whatever, but he yeah, was saying David it loves it, alone man. to himself and not knowing Topanga was there, so it couldn't have been performative on her behalf. Right, right? he was or saying it without an agenda because yeah. he didn't know that she was listening. So she knew that he oh. meant it and wasn't, like, putting on a line or something. As far as I know, Topanga didn't kiss Hot Lips Houlihan at all and don't you at least need to like try it out like that's what he's known for you gotta at least just sample the goods just i to feel see like what you're missing out if on, you're right? at the engagement table of the engagement yeah. restaurant with a guy named hot lips Houlihan, <laughs> and you don't at least take the lips for a ride you're just yeah, doing exactly. yourself a disservice exactly exactly you know you just try it out you know Corey might be your true love, but, you know, you, you got to have a little funny. You got to, you know, sow your wild oats and such. And I'm not saying Hot Lips has a right to be kissed. I'm just saying no. if he's willing, uh, Topanga, take a, take a shot. Yeah, you know. It's a freebie. Yeah. <laughs> Expand your horizons. That's all I'm trying to say. Uh, just kiss Hot Lips hula man. So <laughs> I think I no. think the dolphin has an effect on people, right? Like yeah. dolphin will make you a bad actor. The <laughs> dolphin will make your girlfriend fall in love with you. It, it depends. Yeah, it, it all checks out. Fish. You know? They've got weird That's, powers, and they they do. <laughs> and we can't even begin to ima- conceive of how and why they use those powers, you know. But <laughs> they'll use them as they see fit. And we're just rolls, at baby. their whims. Yep. Uh, so then Topanga's like, no, no, no. Now I need to apologize for brushing off. Like, you don't have to apologize for anything, Topanga. Don't do that. But then she does. And then so she actually has feelings for him now because he sees that he's being true to his word or something. And then they kiss in front of the Epcot golf ball. And it's very romantic, and then- I guess. And then it juices out. All the fountains just squish, yeah, yeah. Squish, there, there's squish, some like our hearts. It was all over. She says that now that she believes the words came from his heart. So that's all Corey had to do is have heart come this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Right, they're kissing. That's in, what they, the dolphin. They kiss in front of the fountain. Yeah, right. The golf, the golf balls, ball. The golf balls behind him. Yeah, um, all right. <laughs> well, it's behind the fountain. <laughs> the, the golf ball is framing the background of the shot. Is it? Yes. Uh, so they must be on sure. the other side of it then. They're yeah, deeper. I think, the fount- I think the fountains between them and the golf ball. I think okay, so they must. So they must be. Con- they're on the back side of the park then. At that point, yeah, I guess I've got no clue. That's, that's where the aquarium lets out. Yeah, it's kind of. 
They also do like two like brief super chased kisses, like mm-hmm. less hot than anything on Saved by the Bell, which is saying something. And I was like, really? <laughs> this is what this is building up to? But then they did have one longer smooch that was at least wooable if you didn't feel like Topanga was just signing her own death warrant. Did, did you woo Austin? I did not woo. I sobbed <laughs> mightily for Topanga and all that she might have once been had she been able yeah. to free herself of this leech. I mean, it's true. She has a bright future, and I feel like he's just an anchor on that. He's like an albatross. Right? Right? She's just she's just tied a big lead weight around her entire future uh, prospects. This is not our first show where this has happened either. <laughs> no, I feel like we've watched a lot of shows where promising young women get sunk by doofuses. <laughs> well, at least now the dolphin is free to date Hot Lips Hula Man. Yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. That's the show I want to watch. <laughs> this is probably our lamest closing music yet. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, blossom mm-hmm. ended with uh with the band the the yeah. that band those teens the, yeah, R.I.P. Teens. the gang or the yeah. whatever the hell they were uh the, and then of yeah. course their song was pretty good and then of course we had full house with uh you the know, rippers the, the, the current stylings of the hippie hippie shake <laughs> badass jesse singing hippie hippie shake. but uh uh they did conclude they did conclude that with some actual disney music and then this is just like standard rote sitcom like happy yeah. music at the end like they couldn't even spring for like a few notes off from a Disney tune kind of thing. It's just like they should have done the one where the dogs are eating spaghetti. Yeah, but they didn't. Bellanote does feel very half-assed, I guess, as a Disney. Oh, yeah. episode. Like they they didn't put their heart. Their heart wasn't into this. This uh, their heart didn't concept. come. Yeah, exactly. It's too bad, David, that you ended us on such a half-assed Disney episode. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> You suffered from not having a cool musician be one of your gang yeah, exactly. <laughs> entrepreneurs. They were just trying to cram too much go. into this. This should have been a two-parter, you know. <laughs> Bite your dog. <laughs> why isn't Sean Ryder Strong a, a cool... Why doesn't he ever get a guitar? Yeah, doesn't he seem like the kind of guy that would have a guitar? That would like, be in a he band? He's very handsome, so make him do something. I think they're trying to make him like a good poet or something by the end. Oh, no. I, <laughs> I feel like they missed a, a big opportunity for hilarity by not having Mr. Feeney in Disney World. Yeah. See, he's who I'm missing. What could he do? He could talk to Scrooge McDuck. They could get fussy. I, I mean, I feel like, like a Feeney-Goofy pairing could pay some dividends. Well, we did have Pirate Goofy earlier. He was available. I do question why there is a specific Pirate Goofy, and I don't want an answer. <laughs> uh, so we get the credits. Yay. And Corey is getting grounded for, <laughs> you know, leaving the state for two days. His parents show up for the first time in the episode, <clears throat> right? We remember that he does have a family with two adult parents. So then uh, he gets two weeks or something like that. And Morgan is in the scene and is upset because she got grounded for a lot longer just for saying something that is bleeped out. For starters, this house and school are the only two places you're going to see for the next month. A month? I got more the time I said Morgan? Morgan's already the coolest person on the show now, right? That was the best part of this (laughs) (laughs) 100%. Um, So is the... 
so the idea that I always understood was she disappeared for like a large swath of the show. And the idea was like that she got grounded for a super long yeah, time. I, was that this? Oh, was this the like no, punchline to that? No, I I, I want to say, I guess I have to look it up that in this, she was on the first season, not on the second season. This is the third season. She returned on the beginning of the third season and made some sort of reference to like, yeah, I got grounded for a long time. And I think this is a reference to that, but that's not, I don't think this is the first time she has shown up and the time reference. So when it. they're, when they're grounded in the Corey house, they're not allowed to exist in the Apparently, yeah. That's fucking harsh. Yeah. This was the only time I laughed during the whole episode was when she looked <laughs> like she was saying like five epic swears. Like, <laughs> time. Telling her parents where they need to shove it. You know. Yeah. She was, so she was good. expressing how we all felt. <laughs> Right? Who doesn't want to do some swears after going to Disneyland? I know whenever I talk to Walt in the tank, I get all riled up on a whole bunch of words. <laughs> and so then Corey tries to use snow globes he procured to get out of grounding, but it doesn't work, so he takes them back from his parents. But then his mom's still happy that he and Topanga got back together, which is only enabling him, but whatever. And then so the mom gets the snow globe. The dad still doesn't get his, so he's sad. And uh, then Eric comes in, and then he's getting grounded for him helping. But then Eric is like, you got no evidence that I did anything. But then Mr. Feeney had dug up the dummy, and uh, now Eric got busted because they have the evidence that he needed. But I feel like it would have been funnier if Mr. Feeney thought it was still, like, Corey and was dead. He's like, Eric, you killed your brother and buried him in the backyard. (laughs) The the Feeney knocks at the door, there's, like... Three police with him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Come to arrest that is, him. That is funnier. That goes back to some of the dummy crime intrigue we had in our three's company. Yeah, exactly. What a through line. Um, the dummy. Okay, the dummy to me looks like there's this one guy. In, I think he's in Germany or Russia, and he would go to the graveyard and pilfer recent corpses, and then kind of like paper mache their skin, and he like six corpse dummies in his house. And that to me is what Corey looks like, the dummy. So I'm, I'm for that in the reboot too. If it could be a thruple with a dolphin and Corey <laughs> is the corpse dummy, that, that's my vote. You know a lot of creepy things, Carolyn. I do. I do. <laughs> Top 10 corpse dummies. Let's go. Uh. Did you learn anything from this episode, Austin? What did you think? <sighs> I mean, I learned <laughs> even further what a unrepented sod Corey is. <laughs> um, yeah, I learned that apparently you could just hobo your way around Disney World, which seems pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. We should try it sometime. <laughs> just bring bring our bindle well and works out sleep on there. Splash Mountain and see how far we can get. <laughs> Careful on the monorail tracks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carolyn, did you learn anything? Yeah. Um, so on the monorail, you can't duck under it. You'll you'll be it goes all the way in the divot of the track. Jump! Don't duck if you, the monorail is coming. It is. Um, I learned. That dolphins have the ability to either give or take away acting mm-hmm. or romantic forgiveness. Yeah. And that they love people and other dolphins and just to respect them. And that 
Dana from Saved by the Bell has an all-access pass to just <laughs> any tunnel, and you might see her at any time <laughs> in Disneyland. It's probably still David, true, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to imagine anything? she's still there wandering around. Yeah, well, what else is she doing? I was, was going to bring up the dolphin thing, but I guess the other thing I learned was uh, Corey's a super stud, and just the women yeah. can't get enough of him. That's weird. <laughs> I wouldn't have believed it if I didn't see it with my own two eyes uh, so Carolyn, late where can people oh you got something else. i was just gonna say late breaking entry from the gruel orphans oh, yeah. apparently this episode is the first episode in which Corey, sean and topanga are in 10th grade the wow. show jumps forward two years with them 15 years old and in grade 10 although it is never stated as a time jump the creators wanted to age up the actors who are now 16 17 years old i knew that that happened but there's nothing in this episode that like yeah. suggests that or that you could it's weird to do it mid-season right too, towards right? like i i don't know toward I like the second them. to last episode it's not even like a mid-season break or something they're just yeah. like oh yeah in this episode they're older you're like what i mean i guess uh, people on the internet know more about this show than i do but i yeah. i find that specious at best yeah it feels like a retcon at best right uh-huh uh carolyn where can people find you online Oh my gosh, well, when I'm not just sleeping in a log flume, you can find me online waiting for churros. I'm on Twitter, at Carolyn Main, C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. You can check out Carolyn Main on Redbubble, buy yourself some merchandise, why not? Get Columbo on an apron, why not? <laughs> and you can listen to Pitch Please, my podcast, at Pitch please on um, it's on Spotify and other things, and you can buy yourself a card deck at pitchplease.fun. All right, Austin. Uh, you can find me on Twitter complaining about about the uh, incorrect sartorial choices made by characters in warm climates on Twitter <laughs> at Austin Gorton, and you can read my writing at therealgenerallyleisure.com, Comics XF. Um, hey, remember that Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show from like six weeks slash a million years ago? Um, I just wrote a, uh, just had published a, uh, a longish piece about that and the way that it references, uh, uh, the existing Star Wars movies that is at, um, thepopverse.com. So go check that out as well. Uh, and, uh, you can find me on Twitter... Uh, I don't know what I'm doing talking about how bad stalking is, probably. I don't... I, that's kind of a downer Sorry. of a subject. When you... <laughs> I mean, that's good. That, that's a good thing, Dave. Like, it is I bad. Know. We should spread more awareness. It's just virtue signaling, let's be honest. <laughs> you can find David virtue signaling on Twitter at... Yeah. <laughs> at Dr. Bits, Dr. Spelled Out, and at therealgentlemanofleasure.com. We are a very special episode podcast. Be sure to rate us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow the show on Twitter at AVSEPod. Check out our Facebook page and complain to Austin about how it really is cold in Florida. And uh, email us at uh, AVSEPodcast at gmail.com. For a very special episode podcast, this is David, and I'm off to... That sounds like a lot of fun, right? (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up.
That was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode Next week, we're going to be studying and observing dolphins right out here. Oh my gosh! Come on, I'll show you where they play. How beautiful do the words have to be Before they conquer every heart How will you know if I'm even Stop it for a stop. If I came back as a dolphin, would you listen to me then? Would you let me be your friend? Would you let me be your friend? Cut all my fears, but to your ways I will not bend. I'll die before I let you. Talk about communicating with dolphins. The truth is, we don't speak their language, but we certainly understand their emotions. What does my brother have to go hungry?
hoping she's reunited with her mate real soon. Separated from your mate, huh? I know how you feel. Not that Topanga's my mate or anything, I just believe she is. It's funny though, you know, people tell you to get on with your life, go date. There's plenty of other fish in the sea. <laughs> like I need to tell you. But see, we know that once you've met that special person, it's hard to live knowing they're out there and they're the only one you care about. All those things I did, I wasn't just trying to impress her. I just didn't know how to express my feelings. Well, at least I tried, you know? And now I'm talking to a fish. See you, Amber. 